Joining us now, she is the Senior Manager for Women's Championship Communications. Julia Pine joins us. Julia, what's going on this morning? Hey, how's it going, guys? It's going pretty good. Uh, Lots going on. We've got a good match so far. Uh, Leigh is one up through nine holes, so making the turn on the first 18. Yeah, I'm standing on the ninth fairway right now. I can see them in the distance seeing off on 10, but we've had a great match so far. Yeah, kind of a little bit of back and forth. Uh, You know, we talked about it last week during the boys, Junior. Um, You know, these golf courses are not easy for the young ladies, are they? They're not, but, you know, they're making it look easy. You know, we had, we've got a, an interesting matchup here today, but, you know, Jillian Bordard, she hadn't lost, trailed in a match all week until the first hole today. She lost it, but came right back. But she went 83 holes without trailing in her five matches. So pretty impressive. Oh, my goodness. I did not wow. know that. So wow. I, I, I know yeah. she had, she'd won some matches. Uh, you know, man, 83 holes. I, it, it's got to be a little sh- – how did she react to that? I mean, she came right back and won the next hole, but uh, it's got to be interesting that you, you never trail in a match and suddenly you're behind. Exactly, yeah. And, you know, she's taken kind of a more untraditional path here um, in terms of her golf career. Um, I don't know. There's been a couple stories this week, if anyone's seen them. But she's actually training to be a pilot at the same time that she's playing golf. Really? um, She's definitely splitting her hobbies, which is an awesome thing to see. Mm -hmm. Um, She still has one more year before she goes to college, but she'll be going to the Ohio State University to play women's golf, but also to major in aviation. She's 20 hours into getting her pilot's license, so it's kind of a wild story. The, the the girl's version of Arnold Palmer is is on the exactly. rise. Yeah, right. She'll be able to fly herself to her tournaments one <laughs> That's day. So cool. Yeah, and it's interesting too. I think Maddie, you said she was ranked. What was she ranked? Eight hundred and thirty eighth or something like that uh, coming yep, in. Yeah, like that. yeah. So that kind of proves again. I mean, how rankings don't mean uh, rankings don't mean because we we don't know what some of the girls are doing. You know what their other lives involve. But obviously, she's a really good player. She had, hadn't trailed in eighty three holes, so uh, it is interesting. And uh, you know, tell us a little bit more about Lei Yi. Yeah, so she goes by Angelina. Um, she's taken more of the traditional golf path. So she attended IMG Academy. She's headed to Stanford in a couple weeks to join their women's golf team. Um, we know her because last year in 2018, uh, she partnered with someone, and they were runner-up in the U.S. Women's Amateur Four Ball. So um, she's been on our radar for a while now, but just a phenomenal golfer. Yeah, I mean, it's interesting. You look at uh, – I go back to look at the uh, the qualifying stroke play leaderboard, and, I mean, the countries that are represented – uh, you know, just in those that made the cut is phenomenal. I mean, this has become the the U.S. Uh, girls junior has become a, a an international event uh, on epic stage on an epic proportion, isn't it? Absolutely, yeah. We had 14 countries represented this year. Obviously, two countries still left in the finals. Um, it, it's really shown, you know, the growth of women's golf across the globe, and it's something we're really proud of. It's kind of, you know, the openness and global nature of not just the sport, but our championship as well. Yeah, Julia, we were talking off air about how nowadays these kids are flying from all over the world to play in golf tournaments in the U.S. and, and all over the world on top of that. And, and no wonder they're ready to go to the next level when they get there, you know, when they when they get their card and start playing professional golf. I mean, they're they're so seasoned because of that, I believe, that uh, the, the golf will just continue to get better and better. Yeah, I mean, Yuka Sasso, she lost in the semis yesterday, but she was the highest-ranked golfer in the field. And she's from the Philippines. She splits her time there in Japan. But, you know, I was even picking her brain a little bit. You know, we're about a week and a half away from the Women's Amateur, which will be held at Old Waverly in Mississippi. And we were asking her, you know, what do you do in between? And 
she's going to drive from here in Wisconsin to Mississippi, kind of take her time, um, probably spend a few days either here or there just finding a course that she can practice at. But obviously she's not going to fly back to Philippines in between. So, you know, for some of these international players, you know, there's a lot of logistics that go into it, but they're certainly committed to this. Yeah, and you know it was uh, it was interesting last week uh, the final that we had between Jin and Summer Hayes. Um, their sisters were in the field this week. Uh, I know Joyce lost in the first round, but Grace uh, actually ended up losing to uh, to Lei Yi in the in the uh, round of sixteen. So the Summer Hayes family's had quite a run here the last couple of weeks. Yeah, we've been nicknaming it the Summer of Hayes, but it was pretty incredible, you know, what Grace did. I'm sure it's a lot of pressure, even though she said it wasn't, you know, to follow up what her brother did. And Preston was here. He was here, you know, for every single one of her matches and even for stroke play. He caddied for every round except the first one. He gave himself a little break, um, which was well-deserved. But the whole family came right from uh, Inverness here to Wisconsin, and, and they were out in full force. And, you know, Grace is pretty young. Um, she's only 15, so I'm sure we'll be seeing more of her, but we were just really impressed that she was kind of able to block off, you know, what her brother had gone through and play her own game and make it as far as she did. Yeah. Now, uh, we are also a 36 hole final for this. Yes, we are. We're, uh, through 10 right now. And, uh, oh, well, you're through 10. I only have nine. So what happened on hole number 10 is, uh, oh, we're, we're just, we're just on the green right okay, now. Okay. 10, sorry. <laughs> We've got like live action. Is this allowed? Can you give we're us play gonna, by play? Julia, we're just going to keep you on for the next four hours. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Well, at least we will be on from 2 to 4 Eastern time today on FS1. So, um, hopefully you'll be tuning in for what I'm sure will be a good finish. Uh, this, you know, hasn't been more than a one up lead so far today. So we're in for a good match. Yeah, I mean, it, it was interesting. Last week uh, when we were on air, it, it seemed like that uh, the Jin was getting a little away from Summer Hayes. He was uh, three up through 16, and then lo and behold, uh, Preston came back and won 17 and 18, so that was a big deal for him last week. Um, with this match kind of being really close to the vest, I mean, when we get through 18 holes, what kind of uh, turnaround time are we looking at today? Yeah, so, I mean, it's pretty wild historically when you look at our 36-hole finals. I mean, there's certainly a difference between the first 18. You know, we'll see a lot of times um, that kind of what we call the lunchtime leader, you know, is not who is hoisting the trophy at the end. So it certainly is a long haul. But um, we will be looking at about a 12-15 Eastern time start for our kind of second half okay. today. Yeah. And uh, how's the, how are the weather conditions there We uh, temperature-wise? Is this going to be a, a hot day? Uh, is it a nice temperature? What do we got? Yeah, it's absolutely perfect. Um, we're going to see probably a high of 80 today uh, under some sunny skies, but all week has been great. We had some rain showers yesterday. Um, all the temperatures were nice and no electricity, so that's always nice as well. But um, probably one of our best weather weeks of our championship season so far. Uh, upper 70s, sunny, so um, we'll take it. I don't think any of us are ready to leave Wisconsin and head back to New Jersey. <laughs> or or in your case, maybe Old Waverly in Mississippi. You don't think or it's, Miss- yeah, it's going to be too hot down there, do you, down Julia? I'm, it's, <laughs> yeah, I mean, God, you're going from one extreme to the other from – from up there to uh, to Old Waverly, goodness gracious, that's hot. I know, but you know, Waverly is such a phenomenal course. A lot of USGA oh, history there. It's yeah. where Julie Inkster won her first Women's Open. So you know, we'll brave the heat for such a phenomenal course. Yeah. yeah, in terms of so, what do we have to look forward to here when we start seeing it on air? We've uh, what do we have from a course setup? Do we have some rough? I mean, speed of greens, firm and fast. What are we talking about for these girls? Yeah, it's a phenomenal golf course. I mean, Wisconsin has kind of started to become. Uh, more well-known for its golf courses, but of course, Aaron Hales was playing streets in some of those. But Central Rope kind of a, a hidden gem. Uh, Robert Kent Jones Jr. designed this place. Okay. Um, he 
did a redesign in the last few years. Um, and what people should really look forward to is their signature hole, which is number 16, par 3, and it's what he's nicknamed the flower hole. So there's actually 33,000 flowers oh, painted wow. um, kind of surrounding the hole. Um, Robert Trent Jones Jr. calls it his Mona Lisa. Um, but it's something that he had always wanted to do, um, and this is the place that he did it. So um, some great drone and aerial shots that I'm sure they'll show on Fox today, um, but just a really neat hole visually. But overall, you know, the whole golf course is in absolutely phenomenal shape. Um, it's, you know, as green as we've seen a golf course and recent memory um you know the the fairways are um uh pretty wide so you know you won't see a lot of balls in the rough but it's the greens that um have been a little bit trickier so uh, i think it was actually angelina who said that you know she's been in match play before and, and kind of never been able to get it this far and what she really realized was she needed to work on her putting um so you'll see that on display today hmm. all right so a hole with thirty-three thousand flowers <laughs> on it um, when Maddie hits his ball in that, does he get a free drop or is it a penalty drop? Free relief. We yeah, are free relief. Free relief this I can't go yeah, chopping at so. the tulips or anything like that. <laughs> <laughs> but no, no trampling in the flowers. But no, there's a really great video actually on USGA.org right now that kind of shows the the mastermind behind that flower hole. Um, but you know, we've seen pictures, but it's even more beautiful in person. We had all the girls going back to town taking photos there from oh, the cool. tee box. So cool. it's been really fun. All right, so I, I know these girls are a lot younger than Maddie and I. So uh, you know, but it, but this is kind of a, a almost a a battle of uh, a mind and body, you know, because you have to play so much golf in a short period of time. I mean, physically, how do you think that they were both feeling coming into this finals match today? Yeah, I mean, they probably wouldn't have told us if they were tired, so their answer was that they were feeling good. Um, one nice thing is that, you know, we went early yesterday, so they were both out of here by about 4 o'clock, so hopefully they're rested up and ready to go. Um, but, yeah, I mean, 36 is, is no joke anywhere, although this is a pretty walkable course, so um, I'm sure with the adrenaline going, we won't see much fatigue. Yeah, I mean, you know, I, I, I hearken back to my time, you know, 16, 17, 18 years old, and Man, it didn't matter. Just let me go play as many yeah. holes as I could possibly play, <laughs> yeah. carrying your own bag and whatnot. So it'd always be nice to have a caddy. But uh, yeah, I mean, it does play a factor no matter what your age is. And as we end up towards uh, 36 holes, which this thing is looking like it could go at least 36 holes. I'm not going to jinx you and say <laughs> extra extra holes, but uh, you know, it would be uh, it would be intriguing that you have both these players. But uh, yeah, I mean, both heading off to colleges, some great programs, and uh, it's going to be interesting to see how this plays out. Yeah, and I mean, look, we always say that, you know, boys and girls junior, it's an opportunity to see the, you know, stars of tomorrow today. Yeah. But, you know, that tomorrow is getting closer and closer. You know, our winner last year, Lee you know, just a month ago she was here in Wisconsin playing in an LPGA event and, and had a top 10. Yeah. So it's not like, these are, you know, girls are going to be stars a decade from now. They could be stars, you know, literally tomorrow. So um, these are the names you're going to, you know, want to start watching for because, I mean, their talent's real. Yeah, I mean, it it, it seems like uh, in the on the women's side of things more in, than the men's that you much younger you see much younger getting yeah. uh, you know LPGA and, and everything going on and I mean you you're looking at Jennifer Cupcho right now who's uh, playing in the in the women's Open Championship you know in the top ten so it's it's nice to see the progression as well as uh, you know some of the names that you see now in a couple of years could be on the LPGA tour. 
Absolutely. I mean, Cup Joe just a year ago was playing on our Curtis Cup team. Just a few months ago, she was at the Augusta National Women's Amateur. You know, we had a girl she lost yesterday, Brooke says. She is 18, so this will be her last one, but she played in six girls' junior championships. So that means she was pretty young during the first one. So, like you're saying, it's pretty unbelievable, especially on the women's side, um, how early, you know, these girls' talent really starts rising. Yeah, awesome. Well, Julia, we we appreciate you uh, out there walking around and taking some time to talk to us. We'll let you get back to it. Uh, Have we finished the 10th hole yet, by the way? (laughs) They're just putting out. (laughs) But I was over a little far away, so I actually don't know how they did. (laughs) Okay. All right, well, last I knew, Yee was one up through nine, so uh, we'll we'll just keep watching the leaderboard. They're about to leave the the 10th green, so I'm not an earshot of the walking score. I didn't want to disrupt them with our radio chatter, but uh, yeah, USA.org, all the live scoring. Okay, thanks a lot, Julia. Appreciate your time. Yeah, thanks, guys. Okay.